guys. I'm Bree. And I'm Jill. And, and this, this is the PGL Pod. <laughs> so we are back for another week post-holidays. Took a week off. What else is new? Um, yeah, so we're going to just catch up on the holidays the last like two weeks that we've had with Christmas and New Year's and all of that jazz. So yeah, I mean, how was your, how was your Christmas? It was good. I went home to California for Christmas um, and I stayed for like 10 days. It was like the longest I've been in California in like three years. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Um, and it was super fun, but I had to keep working still because I didn't have enough PTO to take. Oh God, at least you're remote. Yes, I was remote. But that meant that my workday started at 8.45 each morning East Coast time, which means I was up at 5.45 a.m. every oh. single day of break. So. Wow. So in fact, it wasn't break at all. At the yeah, end of the day. It, was less, it was less than ideal. And then by the time I got off of work at two every day, my mom was like, all right, you're done. Let's go. Family activities, family fun, ice skating. Wow. The social calendar. <laughs> well, you know, at least like you got your day over with early so you could like have your time with your family. Yes. I will say I really liked that. Um, each morning I like woke up, I was sleeping on the couch. Um, cause I didn't want to share a room with my little sister. Um, yeah. each morning I like woke up and if I didn't have a video conference, I like laid on the couch with all the blankets around me and just was on my laptop <laughs> until the sun rose at like 8 a.m. Yeah. And it was kind of nice. It was very peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> Something about the world before the sun rises is so peaceful. You feel so productive. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like, like hot girls only. Yes, exactly. <laughs> By the time everybody else walked out into the house at like 8 a.m., 9 a.m., I was like, what up, losers? I like, I, I've been waking up late, but I think a New Year's resolution of mine is to like get up and enjoy the day a little earlier. Oh, that's good. I've woken up at noon for the past two days. I don't know if I'm still in California time or what. We'll say that. Um, but yeah, I have not gotten out of bed before noon. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's so nice. Actually, I haven't like gotten physically out of bed. Actually, what, what am I saying? Two days ago, I woke up at 11.45. Oh, I love that for you. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying to like, let myself rest. Like when I woke up at midnight yes. or at noon yesterday, I felt so guilty. And I was like, I've wasted my whole day. What's the point of even having this day anymore? Oh and then I did that again today. And I was like, I'm so lazy, but like, it's like you're allowed to rest. At yeah. The end of the yeah. Like even, okay, this week I have been like, so yeah, I've been like anxious this whole week because I went home to my parents' house and then like I left and came back to my apartment early because I just like couldn't stay at my parents house anymore because it was like too loud they're having construction done and everything and I was like so anxious because I felt like I was accomplishing nothing yeah. because I was like oh like I'm not going to work but like I'm not doing anything during the days I'm just like staying in bed I'm not really like I'm maybe going for a walk if I'm doing something and also the yeah. weather wasn't great and I was like mad at myself and I'm like but, but like this is a week where I'm allowed to do nothing yeah so why do I feel guilty I know, but I've been feeling so guilty for not doing stuff. It's horrible. And then I'm not even enjoying like the rest. So I'm yes, resting, but like- Yeah, I can't enjoy it because I'm like ready to be go, go, go again. And I think also I put a lot of pressure on myself and I think a lot of people do. So tell me if you do, but I put a lot of pressure on myself the week and especially New Year's Eve, but the week leading up to New Year's Eve, because I feel as though I have to accomplish everything that I felt like I have lacked in yeah. that year 
in that one week. I'm like, I need to do everything. I need to journal every single day. I need like, it's just like ridiculous. I feel like I have to get everything set up for the new year because if I don't go into the new year with like everything organized and structured, I'm going to fail all my new year's resolutions. So like the apartment needs to be clean. Everything needs to be like vacuumed. My journal needs to be read. Everything needs to be ready to go on new year's like day when I wake up. That is so true. It's so true. I think it's like setting yourself up to have a new year, but then it's like, okay, like a month passes and then I'm over it. So why do I put so much pressure on like much pressure on it? Yeah. Especially today. I think I saw like, do you still follow Amy Wolkowski on Instagram? Yes. She posted a really good Instagram. I actually just deleted Instagram. That was my new year's resolution. Hey, I love that for you. I deleted the app, not my account. all good. <laughs> I needed, it was just like not adding anything to my life. And like, I was just like scrolling when I felt like I had nothing else to do. And like, what's the point? Like, it wasn't like, I actually hated looking at it. So, yeah, totally. but I did see her new year's day post, but she was basically like, um, today I'm doing like nothing. Like my life isn't like changing or anything today. Like, I'm just going to keep on going on because everybody has so much pressure on this day to do all these things. And like, you don't need to do that. I think I saw that. And while I, I wish I subscribed to that mentality and I do in my heart of hearts, I totally got caught up with like all the shiz that's like, okay, I'm going to like hack my life this year and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do (laughs) Yes. Yes. So whoopsies. But, um, but yeah, I feel like, do you have any hope for 2022 at all? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm feeling a little bit worried about it. I, I did have hope. Yeah. I did. And then COVID got really bad again and yes. it, it really has had me spiraling. Yeah. Every yeah. single person that we know has like gotten COVID at this point. Yeah. Basically. I might even have COVID maybe next yeah. week. Who, who really even knows? Yeah. I'm, I'm negative. I took a rapid. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is I like my therapist was telling me, did I tell you this? I don't know. But my therapist told me that like the Spanish flu, however many years ago, um, they, it was like two years for it to like fizzle out and like slow down. And the second year was worse than the first, which is like the path that we're following with COVID right now. So I'm hoping. Okay. Well, that's good. That's the only hope. Trying to like calm you down on like existential COVID anxiety. Totally. How that came up in conversation. Oh, hundred (laughs) percent. I definitely spiraled. Good, 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 good. No, I've been spiraling too. I'm just getting so frustrated. So I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but Sean has barristers ball in February. Did I mention Wait, that? Wait, what? So it's called barrister. What is that? So apparently barrister is like a technical term for a lawyer. I had no idea. Um, but it's law school. <laughs> I thought that this I thought that this was a sickness. I thought... <laughs> you thought he was ill? <laughs> no, because I heard ball. Oh my God. (laughs) That's not what I thought. And we could cut that out. That's staying in. (laughs) Is he okay? (laughs) He is okay. He just has law school prom in February. (laughs) Wow. That's really fun. (laughs) And it's like black tie event. And I haven't been to one of those in so long. Did you get to wear a ball gown? Yes, exactly. Like floor length, like gorgeous dresses and tuxes and all that. And I was so excited for it. 
Um, I've been excited for it since August when I found out it was happening and like, they're allowed to bring outside guests. Cause like most of the law students are like married or dating people seriously, like outside of law school, because yeah. you're like, when you go to law school, so it's not like an undergrad, like, Oh, you can only bring dates in your class. So they were like, Oh yeah. Like bring your partner, bring your whatever. So I was so excited. Um, and I've been really looking forward to it and I've been like picking out dresses, like all this stuff. And then COVID got super bad. My grad school is going online for the first two weeks. His is pending whether or not they're going online for the first two weeks. All of the social events are starting to get canceled. It hasn't been canceled yet, but like, I've just, I feel like in the last like two weeks, I've just lost so much hope and like everything is getting canceled again. And it just feels like I'm never going to get to have these experiences. Like I'm losing out on more experiences. It's just like literally as time passes and like more time slips away, it's like, like I was like, I don't know. I wanted to go out for new year's Eve in Boston. Like it might be my last year in Boston and I hadn't been out for new year's Eve ever in Boston and in a while because of all this. And it's like, couldn't even do that. Like we're missing so much because of all this. Yeah. It's like, um, to to bring it back to my girl, Taylor Swift. Um, do do you know the song? Nothing new. Did you like also also have like an emotionally like visceral reaction to that? Okay. Here's the thing. I people love that song. Not my favorite. (gasps) That's blasphemy. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, why? I don't know. I just like, it's a little too like slow, but it's weird because I like her slow songs. Yeah. But it's something about it. It's just Maybe it hits too close to home. I don't know. What about the lyrics? Like, do you, do you relate yeah. to the lyrics? Um, yeah. They're... I'm so disappointed. Okay. What, part, what part are you referring to? So it's like, I mean, I, I don't know if it's like a bridge or whatever. I'm not a musical person, but it's the part she says like a few times where she goes, um, I wake up in the middle of the night and I can feel time moving. And like oh. the whole song is about like getting old and like, yeah not being no yeah exactly and nothing 23 dude I sing it that way Sean gets so annoyed he's like the lyrics are 22 and I'm like well I'm 23 so (laughs) but it's like it's like that like I feel like right now for like the last like couple years like I can feel time moving and I can feel it slipping away like you said I'm just getting like I'm starting to feel very existential like leaving this year but going into another one and just feeling like it's just all slipping by oh my god I when I tell you I journaled yesterday because of course I had to catch up on everything that I didn't do this year but literally in my journal I was saying that like I feel like transitions in general make me really anxious like I don't think anybody's particularly great at transitions it's just like a really hard thing to cope with but like like even like the transition like for two things, either my birthday where I'm going personally from one year to another and New Year's where the world is going from like one year to another. I think it makes me so existential and like sad and anxious and like nostalgic because it feels like, okay, like that's more time that I'll never get back. And like, that's a whole other year just like gone, like just like that. I don't know. No, totally. I I feel that. I think a lot of people feel that way. It's never felt celebratory to me like it's never been my favorite holiday or anything yeah Um, I feel like especially the last couple of years I think it's the pandemic coupled with now we're going into like our early mid-20s which is already something that's hard to wrap your mind around and we're also experiencing it in like a very like fleeting way because everything's like going by so quickly so I think it's like doubly as hard um but yeah it doesn't feel 
doesn't feel great. It feels more existential than great. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Wait, on a side note, I'm just thinking about like, so like I started this pandemic when I was 21 and like soon I'll be like 24 ish, not soon, but like, whatever, yeah, basically. but it just reminded me, <laughs> I guess a lot of people are like posting TikToks and it's like, once I was seven years old and then it's like the next line is soon I'll be 30 years old or whatever. It's like that song seven years by Lucas Graham. Um, fun fact, he actually lived in Christiania in Copenhagen. Oh, didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Is he uh, Danish? I mean, I guess he must be. Very cool. Okay. That's the free land, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> but this one girl, she's like a, a TikToker, like famous person, I guess, or like whatever quote famous, but um, she posted like once I was um, like 16 years old or something. And then it's yeah. like, soon I'll be 19 years old. And then I looked to the comments. So it's like, yo, literally your 18th birthday was yesterday. Like relax. See, like, you commented that or other people did? No, other people. <laughs> just so funny. It's like how dramatic, like soon I'll be 19. That's savage. <laughs> literally turned 18 yesterday. <laughs> I'm so dramatic like that too, though. Cause like we're going into the next year and I'm like, wow, like soon I'm going to be like 24 I still have like seven months until I'm 24 like there's there's plenty of time <laughs> 24 just feels so like oh, oh like that's mid 20s that's mid 24 I, I hate it I absolutely hate that wait 24 to 27 right or 26 yeah and then 28 to 29 is late 30s I guess or late 20s or, wait so I guess it's 24 to 26 is mid 20s 27 to 29 late 20s yeah 24 well, to 20. like 20 to 23 is early 20s I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do think that, are we mid twenties right now at 23? No. Right. No, we can't. We're, we're late, early twenties. We're very late. late early twenties. Okay. I can get behind that. Um, Oof, not ready to be I'm like, what? Like, like twenties. It's like, Oh, I'm 23. Like I'm young. But like, if I was like a kid and yeah. somebody said, Oh, they're 23. I'm like, Oh, well they were old. So like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, a hundred percent. Dude, I used to feel like anybody that could drink, like I felt like drinking was such a big milestone. Like, oh, those are like adults going into bars and stuff. And now we're two years past that. Eh. <laughs> um, but on a lighter note for New Year's Eve, um, did you come up with resolutions this year? I did. Okay. Do you want to read them off? Sure. Well, okay. Actually last year, and you know what? I have two notes on this. Okay. I started, instead of doing resolutions, I did do manifestations because I think it works better. So instead of saying, oh, like I will do something, I say like, I am doing this or like I have done this. Like last year, I actually like, like I did this. I like wrote a list of manifestations, completely forgot about it. I like in my laptop case, there's like a crumpled piece of paper on the bottom. I don't know how it got there. And I pulled it out and it was my like um, manifestations for 2021. And I like found it a few months ago and I was like, oh my God, I've actually like done some of this. I was like, it was like, um, I'm opening up my heart to new friendships and relationships. And like, I feel like I've met a lot of people. I went on a few dates. Who is she? <laughs> and then like, I, I paid off my student loan and then like, that was done. And like, it was just like a bunch of things. I was like, wow, like I actually like, I don't know. And so I did that this year and I didn't really know what as much to do, but I did like, um, 
oh, but anyways, before I wrote the list for this year, I wanted to find, this is what I was going to say. I wanted to find that list of manifestations last year. So I could kind of like piggyback off of it. Yeah. Anywhere. It's like, it only is found when it wants to be found. Yeah. It's just like appeared in your life, like very randomly and then disappeared again. (laughs) Yeah. I literally have looked everywhere and I'm like, wow, did I drop it somewhere? And somebody knows my manifestations. (laughs) You like put your name and your address in the top corner. (laughs) That's very cool though. I, I wish I had written mine down somewhere. I wonder if I like have my old manifestations. I think I have. Oh, I bet they're on my last laptop. I was going to say, I think I have my, my manifestations or my resolutions for 2020, the oh year that like went to crap. It's on my lap, my old laptop. I think. I totally have them literally like in my journal right here. <laughs> <laughs> Pull them open girl. <laughs> um, but my ones for 2022 are, um, are, First of all, I want to um, spend less time on TikTok. Okay, <laughs> love. And I want to sleep with my phone not in my bed. Oh, and okay. On top of that, I want to read before bed. Okay, and those are really good ones. Yeah. Those are all like, I feel like um, you want resolutions that are going to like actually be doable and then improve your life. Like you don't want them to just be like random resolutions for like no reason, you know? Um, but I feel like those are all like yeah. really good ones. Yeah, I actually, it's just crazy. Also, like you should write down your ones for this year, because even if you don't have past yeah. ones to like find it, like, cause you see what you wanted to work on that year and how much you've changed since then. Yeah, like, like was your priority at the end of last year? Yes. Yeah. Like I just want my 2020 ones, but like, I don't know. It was just like, just like so much like, um, I like I did like break eating disorder mindset like eat intuitively and like that wouldn't even be on my list this year because I feel like I've grown so much since then and like it's just yeah um yeah I have let's see I have my year-long goals um okay so these are I these are like really normally I do Okay, this actually might be the first year, I think like literally ever, that one of my New Year's resolutions hasn't been like eat healthier and like yes, thank more. you. Because <laughs> going into a new year does not mean that we need to promote and like go with diet culture. Exactly. I will say though, I did put on there um just for as like a January goal, because it's not like a realistic like year-long goal for me, but I am so addicted to sugar. Like, like added sugars and over like the last two weeks with Christmas, like I just let it get way out of hand. Like I was eating so much sugar with my family and like, it was all so worth it. Cause I created so many fun Christmas memories surrounding the sugar, but like my body, like my liver, my like yeah. heart, my skin, everything needs a break from sugar. So I did, I'm doing like a, I guess like a dry January thing. Um, yeah. not doing any added sugars. I'm not doing any alcohol cause of like all the sugar in it and yeah. stuff. So I'm just taking one month to try to like detox and like get out of that. Yeah. Cause even better too. Exactly. Even like today, like I was like craving sugar and I was like, okay, we, this has gone too far. I don't want to crave sugar at the end of the day. (laughs) And I think like, like I've only ever had personal bad experiences with diet culture, but at the end of the day, I think that like, obviously like self-betterment and stuff totally fine like a do like everybody some people need that in order to be like healthier and stuff why did my neck just do that I was like <laughs> but I think that like um 
it's good when it comes from a place of self-love, not self-hatred. Like, oh, I want to cut out sugar because it makes like, I, I feel like my body does not feel good right now. Not that, oh, I hate my body. And like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, dude, that's actually crazy. Cause like I have, I have on here also just like move my body and like feel more comfortable and stuff. And I realized like that and like the sugar one, like cutting those out, I'm doing those. Yeah. Out of like love for my body because my body just doesn't feel as like good. And I feel like lethargic when I'm eating a lot of sugar and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah, both of those. That's probably the first time that my resolutions that have to do with my body are around like, oh, just loving it and wanting it to be like healthier and like feel better and stuff. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many like years I literally would go into the new year being like, okay, this is the year I'm going to get fit and like to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. Lose all this weight. I'm going to be super skinny and blah, yeah. blah, blah, you know, and like, yeah, totally. Um, okay. Wait, I also have, I have a couple of other, um, year long goals. So that was my January goal, which is like cut out sugar, like refined sugars. Um, and then my year long goals kind of, kind of crazy. Um, so I have one, okay. This might come back to bite me in the ass in like eight months. Um, but I've started studying again for the MCAT. I feel like so much of it I'm like recalling and it's going well. And I like, I feel like all the other areas of my application are so much better now that if I can just rein in the MCAT, one of my goals is to interview at a top 20 medical school. Wow. I don't need to to get in. I don't need to get in. I don't need to go there, whatever. Like I just want to interview at like a top 20 school. I want to see if I want to really push myself academically because I no longer feel like I need to go to a great school. I no longer even feel like I need to go to medical school necessarily. Like I've been really humbled by the past application cycle. So now it just feels like an academic challenge to see if I can push myself. And you can breathe. I was actually very inspired by your like, um, I like your interview offer. I was like, you know what? Like screw it oh, like, by, by my interview offer yeah the fa- like you got what you, <laughs> you worked so hard you put together an amazing application and you got like a freaking amazing interview offer and I was like you know what like I want to really push myself and see if I can do it too so all, all it takes is literally a few extra years of experience like seriously yeah I think the extra this, years will be helpful the, I'm telling you the girl that I work with she literally applied for medical school got one interview like never gone in she just applied again. Yeah. Years of experience. When I tell you she's got interviews, Stanford, Johns Hopkins, she just got in at UMass, which is actually a really good school. Like so good, yeah. in Minnesota, UMish, like another place in Wisconsin, like all these schools that are really good. Yale. Yeah. Harvard, like what? How yeah, old is she's she? gotten so many interviews and she already got into a place. So it's like, yeah. even if she doesn't get in all those, like she got in somewhere. Yeah. So how old is she? She's our age. Okay. So that makes me, I, this is like silly, but I saw on TikTok. So like whenever something pre-med comes up on my TikTok, I immediately block them and say, I don't want more content like this because TikTok is a happy place. It's not a place for me to get like pre-med advice. Especially (laughs) since so many of the pre-meds on there are like 20 years old. And they're like, I'm a junior in college taking biochem. And this is my suggestion for like pre-med prep. And it's like, okay, honey, shut up. Shut (laughs) up. In med school. Yeah, exactly. And then I saw this one TikTok a couple days ago and it was this girl and she was like, you know what? Like 2021 has been really hard, but like 
this is a really happy year for me. Like I'm 28. I'm one and a half years away from finishing medical school. Like I'm getting married this coming year, like all this stuff. And I was like, wait, this is the first person I saw that first of all, didn't make medical school her entire personality, but then also was like, I'm finishing medical school in a year and a half, which means she'll be 29 or 30 when she finishes it. I think like 30, if she was 28. And I was like, oh my God, I like, that's going to be me. Like, that's really exciting to see somebody else. That's not like, oh, I'm, I'm 23 when I finished medical. Like, you know what I mean? Um, it was so cool to see somebody else that's like, did the wait a couple years, then apply uh, and will be like in their late twenties graduating. That was inspiring. So I went to dinner last night for new year's Eve Mm -hmm. instead of going out and it was really fun. Um, but oh my God, actually at the end of it, it was really bizarre. We're like walking out and they kind of had a little bit of dance work going on. So we're like dancing and this guy gets on the bar and is pouring wine in everybody's mouth and it, he's pouring it from a decanter. So it kind of looked like a bong. And but so the DJ goes, yeah, get that bong water. And we were like, what is going on? Wait, but, that's funny. <laughs> that was besides the point. But anyways, at dinner, we all went around and we're like, everybody say a thorn and a rose of 2021. And so... I was thinking about it because this is hard and I feel like I have a lot of roses. I, this is my issue. I find one thing, especially I get really anxious that week following up to new year. So I'm like, oh, this was not a good year, like whatever. And then I like think back and I'm like, wait, this was a fantastic year. I actually had a good time. But uh, what I meant to say is when I said my thorn, my thorn was Brie Barnes movie out of my apartment. (laughs) So sad. Isn't that sad? It's very that's, sad. That's really like the only thorn that I could think of that was like an actual event that like made me really emotional yeah. and potentially in mourning. Well, or, I'm proud to be your thorn, but also I hate being the thorn. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sorry that I caused yeah. pain, but I'll have you know I was also <laughs> My rose though, I don't know. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I think that I just have too many roses that I, I just don't know. That's a good feeling though, having like so many roses that you don't know which one to choose from. But I can't really even think of them. I just know that they're there. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? That's, yeah. Okay. I can't, can we talk about one of the other New Year's trends right now on TikTok? That's like, thank you for the happiest year of my life. And it's like a montage. And I was like, what? Because I personally, I think it's so wonderful that you've had a great year. I personally, this is one of the worst years of my entire life. Um, 2020 was one of the best years of my life. Okay. The, yeah. Like personal. The totally. first, the first a, lot growth, a lot of growth in that year. Oh, so much growth. I started dating Sean. I moved into Boston with some of my best friends. Like I had a lot of personal growth. I was still optimistic about medical school. I got to interview like right, right. where it all went south. And so this truly has been one of like the worst years that I've ever had um, with like some positives in there. And so I was like, okay, this is making me feel like so so sad that like, I can't do this. Like everybody else clearly had such a good year. And like, I didn't. And then I was like, wait a minute. And so I made a TikTok to my drafts. Cause it's stupid. I was like, I wonder if I could make a TikTok making it look like this was the best year of my life with like videos and live photos. I did. I was able to, it looks like I thrived this year. And I was like, that's so fake. Like I was so sad. Like in half of those videos, even like I was so sad like the night before or the day after or like it caused yeah. or something like that. And I was like, this is so fake. And so it made me feel a lot better that like other people might just be like partaking in the trend for like 
the trend and to make it look so good but like they also did not have the best year ever I know and it's like social media in general it's so easy to fake I mean how many pictures have I posted where like I thought I looked great but I was miserable (laughs) so upset the whole time yeah yeah I will say you'd be so proud of me um I made one of my one of my other new year's goals um is to get okay do not laugh (laughs) I want to get 1,000 followers on TikTok. I want to try to get TikTok clout this year. Are you going to post? Yeah, I've posted twice now. Wait, how have I missed these? I don't know. They have eight likes each. So like, get on. (laughs) Seriously. When I tell you, I manifested for 2021. Oh my God, I keep 2021 that I would go viral and that hasn't happened. So I put on my list for next year, but- That'd be crazy. A thousand. That's like, that's like a good achievable number. If you like consistently post it's achievable. If I'm consistent. Yes. Yes. I just sort of, I was like, okay, I love watching like the cute little happy ones. And I feel like it would help me to romanticize my own life. If I like made it like romanticized and stuff with the little videos. And so I did it on new year's Eve. I made like a stay in on new year's Eve video with me. And it was so fun. And it really did make me like stop and pause and like romanticize my evening baking dinner at home and like painting and all of that. So I'm going to post consistently and we'll see. Do it. And I love watching and making like the day in my life videos and how like, okay, like it, that day seems so simple, but like so human and like amazing. And I don't know, like I, I love making those. And I think a lot of people like watching them too. So I think so too. I saw a TikTok that made me want to do this, um, like a month ago or a couple weeks ago that was like, it will, the, the girl was talking and she was like, it astounds me that not everybody is on TikTok right now making content and making TikToks because now is literally a time in like our young lives as like 20 year olds, like late teens and stuff that you can literally just like be doing your normal stuff and just record it and like monetize your life. I know. Like, wow. Like, you know what? The only thing keeping me from doing that is like being embarrassed, but also like, bro, who cares? Literally when I tell you, I was cool (laughs) because we all know. I make a lot of TikToks, of course, okay. <laughs> like, like an excessive amount, probably. <laughs> and I remember like last year, this kid from my high school, like followed me and I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I like blocked him. I was like, I did not want anybody to find this account. Like this was supposed to be my own thing for like my friends to see. And like other people that like, I don't know, so I could get viral, but like at the same time, like avoid anybody that I do know, which yeah. is not feasible. But <laughs> then like, as time went on, so many people like from my high school started following me and like from college, they started following me. And I was like, at the end of the day, like, who cares? I was like, this is making me happy. And if they're going to judge, like, have you heard that TikTok sound? And it's like, let them cringe, like let them cringe for like five minutes and think that what you're doing is the most embarrassing thing in the world, but like keep doing it. Cause literally who cares? Like, I think I've heard that, but I love the sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. So to do it. I'm, I'm here for it. I love a good TikTok. I've been trying to monetize my TikTok for literally two years, almost two years. I'm a little late to the game, but we're gonna, we're gonna see how it goes. Oh man. It's yeah. just so hard to go viral. I had one TikTok get like 4,500 views. That's my highest one. And I was like, Oh my God. But like, it's just like, I feel like TikTok like bans you if you don't have like, I don't know, 
Like it's so, or not banned. They, they just like, don't make it on everybody's for you page when like, why can some videos get on for you pages and like some others don't want it. There's some type, there has to be some type of like secret sauce, but also like one thing I've noticed is that if there is a TikTok that comes off on my page that I look at it and I'm like watching the TikTok and I go, Oh my God, that's fun. Or like, Oh, that's such a cute dress. Like I want to like this for later. And like, just for like inspiration to go back to. And I see it has like 45 K likes. I'm liking it also. If I look over and it has four likes, I'm like, that's embarrassing. And I scroll, even if I liked the TikTok. So I think you just need to gain that traction. Once you get the first like 200 likes, I feel like it's no longer like an obscure TikTok that nobody wants to like when it pops up. You yes. the hump. <laughs> that is so, so true. Because if I, and I actually started challenging myself, I act like I'm like such a huge, like amazing role model to like challenge myself. But like, if I like a video and I see that it has a low amount of likes, usually I scroll, but I've been just liking them anyways. I'm like, you know what? I support small creators. Yeah, you're helping <laughs> small creators achieve their goal. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, but I did buy a ring light to make my videos better. Wait, shut up. Did you actually like for this whole purpose of your TikToks? Yes. I love yes, that. Yes, but if anybody asks, it's for interviews. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, yeah. Did you, I made such a good TikTok yesterday and it got no traction and I, I was really upset about it because it was so good. It was me taking a COVID rapid test and like cleaning up the bottles with the TikTok, with the Taylor Swift song and saying like, but I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New Year's Day. <laughs> really funny. I don't know if, I don't think I saw it, but I might've mindlessly liked it and scrolled, but I don't think so. That's very funny. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it only got like four likes. I'm like, if just like the right crowd saw this, it would have been golden. Yeah, no, that was a very niche crowd. I feel like, you know, niche crowd, but, but it's okay. We persevere. It just takes consistency, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to look at your videos and see how they are. Yeah. I think they're kind of cute. I'm sure they are. I love videos like that. And now you're inspiring me to make one for tomorrow. Well, cause okay, here's the thing. I am kind of dreading starting school and still working and like doing all the things, but mm-hmm. to an outside viewer, I do feel like living in DC and like going to go nanny and then going to classes, then going to a cafe. Like that's cute. I and would want, I would watch those all the time. Exactly. So if I can just see my own life through the lens of somebody else watching a TikTok of it, uh-huh. maybe be more motivated to like get up in the morning so we're gonna see how it goes every time when I tell you whenever I've made I made like three day in my life TikTok videos those are the most productive days I've ever had because <laughs> like, I feel like accountable yes yeah. like oh my god no like I want to do something right now because like I want to like show for it but I also want to do it because I want to do it but it, it just it's that extra push that I need to go to like get a coffee or like go for a walk you know I think I'm going to make a TikTok of me going to, to go get a COVID test. <laughs> you know what? I was going to go get a COVID test. And then, okay. One thing on my Christmas wish list that I didn't get this year that I really, really, really want was an Aritzia sweatsuit. I want one so bad. Like one of the TNA sweatsuits. I, I don't know. I've never seen them. Wait, really? They're like, okay. They're all over TikTok. So it, they're probably just like chronically online, but they're also like a big thing, I guess, with like college students, like okay. the rich bougie crowd. Yeah. They're like literally just matching sweatsuits from Aritzia, but like they're apparently super, super comfy. They have, they're like all in cute pastel colors. They have like sweat shorts, sweat oh, pants, yeah. crew necks, hoodies. And I want a matching sweatsuit. It's such a cute, like that girl aesthetic. 
too. So I might go and get one. They're having a huge boxing day sale, um, which is apparently like a UK thing, but they have one over near the testing site and it's like right near my school too. So I might just like go walk around campus and get a sweatsuit and get a COVID test and make it. You should. Yeah. I, so I actually put this on my wish list as well. I didn't do like a Ritia sweatsuit. I said lounge set because yeah. I wasn't quite sure what I was looking for. And my mom did get me a lounge set, which is right behind it. It's from Madewell. It's really cute, but it's more like a pajama set. Okay. You can't do that. Like I can't go. And, and it was the one I sent a Snapchat of it because my sister said it was like the boy in the swipe, swipe Oh yeah. 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 I can't wear that in public. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't. It's very cute for at home and it looks it's very comfy. And it's such a lounge, cute, fun lounge set. But like, yeah, I want a sweatsuit where like I can walk the streets with like my striped Adidas yeah. and like, I'm cool. I want to be cool with my sweatsuit and my puffer jacket and my claw clip in the airport. So I'm comfy, but chic, you know, the claw clip. That's what always brings it back together. I, I've and never hoops that always does it too. They always wear a claw clip with a sweatsuit. Yeah. Okay. It's it like, it makes the outfit more feminine in a way. Yes, I think so. Um, side note, am I tweaking or did I see a TikTok that you made or a Snapchat that you posted or something of gold earring stuff in your ears? Did you switch your aesthetic? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do the big reveal. I was like, did you switch from a silver to gold? I did. Oh my God. I tell you. So this was actually, you inspired me because I, I was like, you know what? I think I want to switch to gold. It seems like it's more in now. It's more chic. Also look at my hair. It's so it's not as short as breeze, but you did inspire me once again, because I can't do anything in my life without copying you, of course, but <laughs> I like the dark color. Now that you're like, yeah, putting it in front, it is so pretty. Oh, thank you. It's more natural, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of hate it. Like, I mean, I like it, but <laughs> I, I really like, I kind of like it, but then it's like, I ask for layers every time and she never gives me layers. And for what? So suggestion, find a new hairstylist. Yeah. Just Cause I'm always like, Oh, and can you give me layers? I want them to be noticeable. She's like, yeah, I got you. And no layers. That's a layer. Yikes. Um, so, but was it? Oh, so I, my sister and I, we went shopping on Newberry street and there was this cute little tent set up. It was like a little like market with a bunch of tents. And one of them had like jewelry in it and they had these cute little dainty gold rings for $25. So cute. And so we both got matching ones and I was like, okay, well, this is a gold ring and it's, it's just, it's small enough that I don't need to switch all my jewelry yet. But now yep. this is like, now I need to, I need to get the ball rolling. Like this is the okay. start. And so I went into work and I told Emily, who I'm my boss at work, that I was trying to switch my jewelry to gold. And I showed her the ring that I got. And for Christmas, she got me a gold necklace to go with it. That is so sweet. So sweet. It's the cutest <laughs> necklace. It's absolutely adorable. It has a little J on it. It's perfect. It was like made That's for me. So <laughs> That's it. You can only get that from a female boss. Yeah. So sweet. So true. And so for, and then for Christmas, cause now I, I was known that I wanted like gold things. My sister got me gold hoops. So that was that. And oh, then okay, I saw the gold hoops and I was like, Jill's in the club. <laughs> I feel like it goes good with brown hair too. Maybe that's yeah. just me. No, it totally does. Brown hair and gold jewelry look so cute together. Yeah. So, okay. Well, bouncing back to just like Christmas real quick. What was your actual Christmas Eve and Christmas day? Like, what did you guys do this year? Ooh. Um, 
Um, so my parents' house is under construction. So for Christmas Eve, we went out to dinner. Fun. And that was that. And then for Christmas Day, my sister brought her like two foot tall tree from her apartment. And we just opened some gifts and had some coffee and ordered some like takeout stuff. And I love yeah, it was very, very chill. Not your typical Christmas, but it was yeah. nice to be with everybody. That was well, is all of your extended family in Connecticut still? Um, actually it's funny because my dad's side all are all in Arizona oh, and right, mom's right. side, some of them are in Connecticut and then, but they all have kids that are older because my mom is like the youngest by her brothers of her brothers by like 11 years. So they all have older children who now have their own families and their own kids. So everybody kind of does their own thing now. It's not like one big like Christmas anymore. Okay. okay gotcha. What about you? Um, let's see. We did... Christmas Eve. Oh my God. Christmas Eve. My Italian side of the family does like this. Huge... Fishes. What? You do the seven fishes? No, I don't know what that is. It's a very um, Italian thing. Apparently. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not that Italian, I guess. <laughs> but they do this like huge New Year's Eve party because it's an Italian thing to celebrate, do the main Christmas celebration on Christmas Eve. Did I say New Year's Eve thing? It's a Christmas Eve thing. Um, Cause it's an Italian thing to open up your presents on Christmas Eve Eve or open up one oh. present on Christmas Eve Eve and then open up the rest of the presents on Christmas Eve morning, have a huge celebration on Christmas Eve night and then spend the actual Christmas day just like resting and Sabbath and all that jazz. Wow. So that's so, how you do it? Yeah. No, that's not how I do it, but that's how my mom did it growing up. That's so crazy. Yeah. So do you guys not believe in like Santa Claus? I guess not. No. Well, no, because so where I was getting at was that we have a huge like family party. It's like all of my extended aunts and uncles and great aunts and great uncles. It's like 200 people on Christmas Eve up in LA um, that I went to a couple of so times. So fun. Yeah. Um, and it's like a huge thing. And they actually, they have somebody dressed up as Santa every year. So I guess it's like, they still do all of that. Um, but it's so fun. And it didn't happen last year because of COVID. And then my dad wasn't going to go this year. And so I was like, I'll just stay home with him. Like, I don't want him to be home on Christmas. Like I'm, my social battery is like drained. I'll just have done like an eight hour, um, like flight. I don't really want to get in a car two hours later and drive three hours up to LA in traffic. My mom and sister were going to go and they like got all dressed up in their outfits. And as they were about to get on the road, they got a call that my uncle Nino who hosted his son just got COVID. And so like the entire family's quarantining and the house is shut down and they canceled the new year's Eve party. Oh, Uh, that same day too. Wow. Like three hours before. Yeah. And so thank God my sister and mom hadn't started driving yet. Um, but it got canceled. And so they ended up staying in and my dad and I didn't have anything like crazy planned. Um, but they stayed in. And so we went ice skating and then we just played board games and had a fire like all night. So fun. And just like your immediate family too. That's like really special. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, it was nice just having it the four of us. And like, we stayed in, we always open our Christmas PJs on Christmas Eve. Um, it's the one present that we get to open and it's always like matching for me and Sarah. Um, and so we just like played, Played board games. That's a tradition. I wish I did the Christmas PJ tradition because we never get PJs like for Christmas. And I've like, oh, we always I... do scratch tickets. Oh, that's fun though. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. I love little traditions like that. I'm excited to get to like pick and choose what I want to have for like my own family when I'm a parent. Um, I think that'll be nice. 
Did you see any famous people while you were in California? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, no, I can't imagine that I did. I really don't think I did. I'm like acting as if it's like so casual and normal for me that I wouldn't have even remembered, but I don't think I did. Um, <laughs> but it was a very good, cause I didn't go up to LA at all. LA is like back in lockdown. So they're not doing so hot. Wow. So is New York like, City. I know New York City is getting bad again too. Um, but no, it was very, very calm, very nice. And then Christmas day, we all went over to my grandma's house. Um, everybody had their boyfriends over the girlfriends over. Oh, did John go with you or he said? No, he was in Rhode Island. Okay. Um, so everybody had them except for me. And I was like, <laughs> and it was super fun. Um, but it was very nice. It was super fun. We like had ham sandwiches and chips oh, and dips. yeah and the cousins we did like a secret santa like gift exchange um instead of doing like presents for everybody this year and it was just very low-key again and super nice so do you have any more goals that you like have planned for 2022 that sounds weird to say actually out loud oh my god it's crazy i definitely want to travel more i think um i've actually been like trying to do a better job about this and i i think that i have been doing better like this past year i went to I went to Denver. I went to DC. Yeah. I went to Vermont. Oh yeah. I forgot about that one too. Yeah. And I, I think like this upcoming year, I definitely want to travel. I mean, I'd love to visit you again. We were thinking maybe visiting Alyssa in Durham. Yeah. I've never been actually, that's a lie. I went to go toward Duke when I was like 16. Um, but I haven't been longer than like four hours. I think that'd be super fun. Um, yeah, I feel like traveling is good. Oh, I would love to go to Europe. We need to plan that. My friend Bella, hi if you're listening, but also I don't think you've listened to one before, but hello, Bella. Um, she's studying abroad in Spain right now. And so she wants us to come and visit her. Um, and then who knows, maybe we could also tack on like one other location um, and do that. I think that'd be super fun. Is she in yeah. Madrid? Um, she's in Madrid. Okay. Yeah. Um, what'd you say? I'm down. I know. Um, yeah, I feel like I did a bit of traveling this last year. I guess I've done a little bit of traveling, but it's all been like to the Northeast, like New York, New Jersey, um, Boston, like DC, like different places. And I want to, I just want to get back to Europe. I don't really care about traveling within the country anymore. I'm kind of over America for a hot sec and I want to like get back out to Europe. New Zealand there, they have like no COVID. It's not yeah, even they don't let us in. <laughs> yeah, and that's why they don't have COVID. Yeah, because they said keep the Americans out. <laughs> Where that's would you like your dream place to go in Europe right now? Mm. If I were to like go somewhere new, mm-hmm. I would say like Spain. Okay. Like Barcelona, Madrid. Or yeah. um or um the Amalfi Coast. Ooh, Malta, somewhere like off the coast of Italy. But if I were to go somewhere that I already had been to, because I want to relive my youth, I would go to Copenhagen again. Okay. What about you? Um, I want to go to Spain. I've been to Barcelona. It was good. It was my breakup trip. Um, that one was fun. Hot girls only. Hot girls only book four hundred dollar tickets to Barcelona when they get dumped. Um, (laughs) and on privilege. Um. 
<laughs> but I would love to go back to Spain to go to a different area. I feel like Barcelona is a very like distinct area in Spain um, and not necessarily super similar to the other cities. So I would okay. love to go to Madrid, especially to visit Bala. It'd be so fun to like stay yeah. with her and have like a local take us around. Uh, yeah, I think I would like that. Yeah. And then I really want to go to Italy, but I want to go to Italy when I can like do Italy, which is why I didn't go when I was abroad either. Cause I feel like I didn't have enough time, didn't have enough money to like do Italy the way I wanted to. Um, so probably like, I would love to go back to Paris. My God, I love Paris. Um, I would love to go back to Paris. I never went to Copenhagen. So I'd love to go to Copenhagen. Um, honestly, not at this time in my life, but I would love to go back to London in the next few years and try to give it a better connotation in my brain. Try to enjoy it this time, yeah. just like a visit rather than moving there. Mm-hmm. Some of the best people that I've met have been from the UK. Yeah, it was a great place for other people. Just me and London didn't, didn't vibe. There were a lot of factors and that just happened to be the location that like they all hit you. I think that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was just like also kind of like gray and cold all the time as London does. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's important to go back and like make new fun memories that can replace the ones that made you feel so bad. Yeah. Agree. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I have the travel bug to go back to Mm -hmm. Europe. Um, I really want to go to Copenhagen so badly. Should we go and go skiing? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We can do two birds with one stone. Yes. Go skiing. I want to go skiing so bad. As I said, I've been chasing that high ever since. True. And truly, I I also like I have never felt so alive in my entire life. Like for, like any type of like drugs, alcohol, what like nothing compares. I don't I don't do drugs, but like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like nothing compares to skiing. Oh my god. <laughs> and when I tell you we went down the bunny hill and but we were flying we got to the blue, the, or the That's green, right. what's the first, the first level? Is it green or blue? It's green, right? Because yeah. it was the one that went around and you, you thought you could do that one. And I said, there's no way it can do that. Yeah, you're right. I got a little cocky at the end there and then I wiped out. Yeah, but you were good. You were definitely better than I was. It was so fun. I have never felt that alive ever. <laughs> oh, the things I would do. I know. Come back, if you ever visit Boston, we'll go skiing. Yes. Yes. It was like, that was probably my, maybe that was my rose. Wait, was that this year? Yeah. March. When did we go? We went in March. Yeah. Cause it was like one of the last days it was available and it was hot. Okay. I was not realizing that that was this year as well. It's been a long freaking year. I can think I can't. You wore your parka. You wore your parka. You know what, Jill? <laughs> It was my first time skiing and I wasn't going to buy a ski coat. So yeah, I wore my parka and some Nike waterproof pants. No, no, that's wrong is they definitely were not waterproof. No, they weren't. I was so cold. I was chilled to the bone for the whole rest of the day. <laughs> but those pants were great finds at the I end of the day. I saw them yesterday. I was cleaning out my closet and I found them and I couldn't bring myself to toss them. So you never know when we're going to go skiing again. Well, you know that I'll be buying actual ski pants the next time. <laughs> I'm not going to wait until three days. You're going to be all cute with like matching like snow pants. And I like want a snow bib. Slut strands. Oh, the slut strands. I have a Snapchat memory 
um, that I see every once in a while. I guess it doesn't pop up as a memory. Like I see it when I go through like photos that I'm trying to find and it's like us with our like slut strands. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Mine here, my hair was like all falling out. Yeah. I remember Sean commented on the story that I posted and he goes, I appreciate that you only gave yourself baby slut strands. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he was like, Bill went for it. I was like, yeah. ain't no holding back. Uh, yeah, we got to do that. That's part of the plan. Part of the vacation trip. Yeah. We'll either do that or like, yeah, I, I need to go skiing again. Um, Yes. I'm hoping that Sean plans a ski trip for our anniversary because mm-hmm. we're coming up on two years this February. So next month, um, nuts. And I have made it fairly clear that I would love to go skiing for our anniversary <laughs> and get away for the weekend. Um, so if you're listening to this, babe <laughs> I really want to go yeah anniversary the isn't it technically the 29th or something yeah it's leap day <laughs> so do you celebrate the 28th now um yeah we celebrated it the 28th because we didn't want it to be March because March was like a shitty month mm-hmm. with, like COVID and everything so we celebrated it the 28th like when I see the month of February maybe it's just because it's Valentine's Day but like I see the color pink really I see blue Really? Wait, can we go through the months and say what color we associate with them? Okay. Okay. January, red. Red. Or like like maroon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. February, I see blue. Thank you. Okay, March. Green. Yellow. April. Yellow. I see, I see like a tulip color, like like a bright pink because Mm -hmm. of- Yeah, that was a lie. I I, I just like thought a color. I didn't actually see- (laughs) Maybe like a baby blue. Yeah, so I don't know. Okay. Okay, Okay, do you associate anything with May? Purple. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. Like purple, like a lilac. Okay. I don't think I have an association with May. Maybe like orange. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Um, June. I see like red. Oh, gross. June's my birthday month and I see blue. (laughs) You see what? Blue, like sky blue, like bright blue. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. July, I kind of see the same. August, yeah, I see the, blue. the rest of the month. September is red. October is orange. November is like. October is orange. October is yeah. brown. No, November is brown. December November is, is brown. November is brown. You're right. Mm-hmm. And like, about it makes sense. It's like those things that it's like, I don't know why, but like the month November, Thursday, and purple all have the same energy. Yes, that's so true. Okay, there's a an actual condition, like a medical condition, that's when you see colors associated with every single word and stuff. Like it's it's like a neuro condition thing, and I don't remember what it's called. Um, I'll look it up for the next time next week. But it's like there like a couple of people have gotten famous because they've like become artists and like they're given like words or names or whatever. And they're able to like paint beautiful things based on like the colors that their brain associates with it. Wow. That's crazy. I'm kind of glad I don't have that though. Yeah. I feel like it would be like a lot going on. Like that feels a little chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So on that note, we'll we'll see see you next week. week.